Hello, Word Bosses. This is Erica Parker, your favorite writing coach, and I'm back with another episode of Pinpoint Your Perspective podcast. So as I mentioned, I am a writing coach. I'm also a ghostwriter, editor, and as you know, a writing podcast host. And so today I'd like to talk to you about a couple of things. But before I get into that, let's talk about, let's get the um, formalities out of the way. You can follow Lyrical Innovations LLC on Facebook as well as on Instagram. And for Pinpoint Podcast, um, for the social media account, it's at Pinpoint Podcast on Instagram. So please follow us, like our episodes in order to promote the authors that we have on the show. Um, A lot of our authors are unlikely authors that have chosen a path to authorship that is not traditional. They have actually found themselves in uh, the world of writing and being published by some of the life circumstances. So it's really, really um, inspiring to hear their stories. So make sure you check those out and also to like our page and follow us so that you're able to stay on top of our episodes as they come out. So I wanted to jump on today, um, just a quick episode to learn a little bit more about or to discover some of the things that we do as writers to ourselves, um, some of the ways that we punish ourselves, some of the ways that we don't really um, capitalize on the resources that we have and we don't reach our goals. But some of it is self-sabotage, as I've mentioned in some of the previous episodes. So I wanted to talk about a little bit about that. I had someone, I was actually out to lunch with someone that follows me on Facebook. She reached out, said she had a project and she wanted to work with me on it. So we met up and during our lunch, she she asked me a question. She said, Erica, I just want to know, like, you know, where do your memes come from? She said a lot of them are pretty hard hitting. A lot of them are pretty, um, you know, they're 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 a little she said not mean she said but they're a little edgy so I just wanted to know like what makes you put those out and I said you know I actually you know love the fact that you're asking me that thank you for asking um she said I like them but I you know I just sometimes I just wonder where they come from and I I definitely appreciate people asking me questions like that because it it lets me know that there are people out there that are aware of of my strategy and, and the way that I like to put materials out there and the tone that I'm setting um, is purposeful when I put content out there. So that was awesome. So she she mentioned that some of the memes are just, you know, really hard on you, like pushing people to do things and to not pretty much not accepting excuses. And she said, is that the way that you coach? So I thought I'd jump on here and kind of share a little bit of our conversation that kind of resulted from that question. So some of the, the things that I put out there and sayings and quotes that I put out there, they don't really get a lot of likes. And I like that because um, they don't get likes because I'm hitting in some places that are kind of difficult for people. Um, I'm kind of challenging them to push themselves a little harder. No, we're not taking excuses over here. No, we're not accepting that. Um, we're going to have to look at ways in which we can be successful despite or in spite of what we're going through. So what I told her was pretty much that is very uh, reflective of how I coach. Um, I do like to give my clients their money's worth when it comes to working with me. So I do like to put memes out there and, and things that are reflective of that style. So for example, one of my clients that I've worked with, um, he's one of my few, I'd probably say about 15% of my clients are males. Um, he is a gamer. He loves um, 
the PlayStation. He loves gaming. It's something that he does and he enjoys doing. So when he first came on to me and said that he wanted to write the science fiction novel and he was really, you know, into it, he asked me about, you know, what is your style? What's your method? So I shared with him that in the beginning, what I like to do is set up a rewards and consequences type of format that we'll follow consistently throughout the whole coaching process. So in the rewards and consequences, um, what I like to do is set up the timelines. We always work backwards from the goal. So if he wanted to have his book published by the end of the year, what we would do is kind of work backwards from that, put some dates in the spreadsheet, which he manages himself. And then from there, we go and we measure the milestones, how he's reaching them and how he's getting there. And we set up rewards and consequences after the big milestone. So not every milestone, but the pretty significant ones where he's really getting gaining traction and getting things done. So the reward could be, okay, this game, I know, you know, with gamers, my husband's a gamer as well. So some of the, a lot of the games come out like in the fall, like around November-ish, um, you know, getting that, gaining the hype for Christmas, gaining the hype for the holidays where people have a little bit more downtime. So I told him, I said, look, if there's a game that's, you know, that you know years in advance when a game is coming out. So if there's a game that's coming out that you really want to get, um, you know, let's set up a goal where you can get those games and you can you can get the game and you can put a down payment down if you're, you know, maybe doing it that way. Or you can just say, look, by the, by the time this comes out, I'm going to buy it. But we can also use that as a consequence for you as well. So if you're not meeting your writing goals, if you're not implementing the feedback and getting it back to me for me to review, if you're not um, writing, if you're not doing the things that you have committed to do at the beginning of our session, if you're re- if you're canceling appointments and not rescheduling them, this we can use the same reward as a consequence. So it's working. It's, it's actually working very well for him. Like I said, he takes his gaming very seriously. So he's like, no, we're not taking away the games. Um, it's almost like going and getting a loan. You know, you got to put up collateral. What are you willing to put up? What are you willing to sacrifice for the greater good? So he, you know, he's, I said, what do you love? He said games. I, I actually approached it before telling him it was gonna, I was going to use it against them. Um, but it works for him because he's like, nope, I'm not giving up my game. So I'm going to do what I have to do. Now, a part of that is, of course, accountability. A part of it is motivation and inspiration, getting yourself where you need to go. But there is so much, it goes so much deeper than that. Because when you sign up to get a writing coach, you are not signing up to get someone that's going to take your excuses. You're not signing up to get some, you have signed up because what you're doing and what you have tried has not worked. You've tried it. You've read the books, you've maybe even taken some courses, but when it comes down to doing the work, you prefer to work with someone who is hands-on, that you can, that's tangible, someone that you can have, you know, um, video conferences with, phone calls, or meet up at a coffee shop. You're looking for someone to hold you accountable. You're looking for that relationship and to create a positive influence and reinforcement for your writing process. Totally get that. I'm not judging anyone who needs a writing coach because it is needed and you can recognize that need and your passion for writing, it it supersedes your ego. You don't want it to be a situation where your ego is getting in the way like, no, I don't need a writing coach. I'm going to do this on my own. And then a year or two years later, you have nothing. Recognizing that need is amazing. It's a great way. It's a wonderful step in the, in the right direction. So with that being said, 
let's focus on the accountability piece. So as I mentioned, we have this timeline. We talk about, okay, you wanna have the book out by the end of the year. We have to make time for editing. We have to make time for revisions. We have to make time for your graphic designer to get looped in. We have to make time for everything. So we're, I know how much time all of this takes. So I factor all of that in. Like to have your book in your hands by December 31st or by Christmas, to have it up on Amazon by Christmas, you have to have your final um, version written and ready to go by this date. So the first step that I do with my clients is I tell them post on Facebook. And they're like, what? I can't post on Facebook. I don't have anything written yet. Post on Facebook. That's how you're going to get it written. And there is some struggle. There is some pushback from clients for that. That's very non-traditional. But post on Facebook that you're writing a book and you're going to have it available by the end of the year. So what happens is there is some pushback. Hey, I don't know because I don't know, you know, if I'm going to be able to do that. Well, you have a writing coach. So you're, you are going to be able to do that. I know, but what if something happens and I have to put this on hold? You're already talking about putting on hold. So we have the conversation. It's difficult, right? You're pushing back. You're like, wait a minute. No, if I put it out there, then they're going to be expecting me to do it. Exactly. So the accountability piece of putting it on social media, sending out a group text, sending out a group email. I prefer social media because it is a public platform. It's not just a text. It's not just a group email. It's literally putting it out there. And I say post it. Then not only are we going to post it, we're going to give regular updates. We are going to put it out there on a regular basis what you are doing. Not only does it drum up interest in your project, but it also holds you accountable. You're going to put quotes out there, samples and snippets from your book. You're going to put pictures of you, um, post some pictures of you writing. You're going to do all of those things because that is what's going to hold you accountable. And that is what's going to help you with getting that content out there. So we talk about that. We, we struggle through that. They do that. <laughs> um, and then from there, they're, they're ready to put the work in. They're ready to say, you know what? Okay, now every all eyes are on me now. If I don't have this book out by the end of the year, they're going to be looking at me like, you said that you're going to have the book out. I'm ready to buy my copy. What are you doing? You're not serious. And it's not a form of, you know, public humiliation. It's not, a, it's nothing. It's, it's, it's just, don't think of it that way, but it's more so I'm committing to myself and I'm committing to my project and we're going to get this done. And as your writing coach, it puts the pressure on me because now you're, you've told everyone. And if you, even if you don't put me as your writing coach on social media, like, Hey, I'm working with Erica Parker with lyrical innovation. She's going to help me get this out. Even if you don't do that, it's still pressure on me because I'm going to do a social media post and say, I had a client that was supposed to have a book out um, at the end of this year and I failed them. And I will be transparent and I will put myself out there because I have felt you. So that's the kind of coach that you need to work with. Someone who is willing to take the accountability with you, uh, embrace the failures with you, embrace the wins with you, push you forward and push you to be your best self. That is the coach that I aspire to be. That is who I want to be. And that is who, how I show up for my clients. In addition to that, your writing coach should have a writing coach. I have a writing coach. She's amazing. Um, we work together. She pushes me and says, this is not acceptable. I need more from you. She shows me how to hone my craft and how to become the best person and the best writer I can be, the best coach I can be, the best confidant, the best cheerleader I can be for my clients. 
please don't work with someone that's not working with a coach actively and ask them the progress that they've made since working with that coach. Those are questions that you should be asking because if you're giving your money, time, effort, and energy and entrusting your project with a coach, you should be expecting, fully expecting that they're investing in themselves. So I promise I keep this short, but I hope that I've dropped some jewels for you guys that it's going to be useful um, in holding yourself accountable, holding your coach accountable, and then also just embracing the experience of writing this project. This is something huge. This is something that's exciting. Embrace it. This is something that you're going to look back on and say, either I'm never doing this again, or I have about three or four more books in me that I want to put out there. But either way it goes, it's something that you've stuck to, you've accomplished, and you are now setting the tone and setting a legacy for friends, family, whoever it is that looks up to you. Also, making an imprint on the world and being able to impact the world with your story, with your skill, with your expertise and knowledge. So hopefully you grab something from this. Um, wanted to keep it under 15 minutes. Um, like I mentioned before, please don't forget to follow us on social media. Please reach out with any questions. I um, want to definitely be receptive to your questions as well um, to make sure that the topics that I record um, individually are going to be reflecting what it is that you need to know or whatever questions that you have. So the email address is hello at lyricalinnovationsllc.com. So please reach out. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. Give us feedback either way. And I will see you guys for the next episode. Until then, you know what I'm going to say. Own the writing process. Don't let it own you. You are a word boss. So perform and write as such. And until next time, guys. <laughs>